Welcome back to the Good Earth Podcast. This is Abby with Christians on Campus, and we're excited to be back with episode 41, the second episode of our series on parables. This week, Jake is leading us through the first two parables shared by the Lord Jesus in Luke 15. Last week, we introduced why Jesus spoke in parables and how we need our eyes to be opened to receive the significance of these parables. In this Bible study, we are approaching the parables of the lost sheep and the lost coin. What is the significance of these parables? Why did Jesus share two different parables that seemingly tell the same narrative? Stay tuned to hear about the God who is three in one and how these parables illustrate to us who God is. Um, we're covering a new topic for the beginning of this semester. It's called, well, I don't know if it has a title necessarily, but we're going through parables in the Bible. And the Lord often, when he spoke to people, he would speak to them in parables. And it could be frustrating uh, for different ones. Sometimes they say, why does he always speak in parables? And even the disciples asked him, Lord, why do you speak to them in parables? But Danny was bringing out last week that the reason is because he's speaking the mysteries of the kingdom of the heavens. And what he is uh, imparting into those that are listening. It's not common knowledge. It's not just uh, random information that you could read in a newspaper. This is something very high, very important. It's something that's close to God's heart. And so you need to, to understand the parables. You kind of need to have the key. You need to even ask the Lord, like the disciples did, to investigate and pursue. Lord, what does this mean? I really like to know more about what what you're speaking, and so uh, the one that we want to cover today, uh, another parable spoken by the Lord. This is in Luke chapter 15. Abby here. Did you know that Christians on Campus gathers weekly for meals and fellowship? Every Wednesday night at 6:30, we hold Life and Truth, a dinner to bring students together so that they can enjoy Christ. Make sure to follow our Instagram at christians.on.campus for details about how to come and connect with other Christian students. Back to Jake. There was uh, a shepherd. Well, he asked them, how many of you, if you had 100 sheep and you lost one, would not go after the one? And he's conveying something about himself, that he is a shepherd who seeks after a lost sheep And the second part is a woman who has lost one of ten of her silver coins. And instead of just saying, oh, forget about it, I've got nine other coins, she lit a lamp and she started sweeping and she searched carefully in the house until she found the lost coin. And then the last one, um, I'm sure you've heard it, called this before the prodigal son this is about a father who had two sons one of them went away for a while and spent all of his living in a in a sinful way and then came back and the father was not only looking for him but even ran to him when he came back but there's uh, something common among all three of these And it's that there's something that is being sought after or something that is that each of these refer to God, God in his Trinity, the son, the spirit, the father looking 
for something, someone that's lost. And so I want to kind of use some of these verses to bring this out. So 1 Peter uh, 1-2, this corresponds to the woman who's sweeping within her house and she's looking for the lost coin. This verse says that God chose us and he chose us in the sanctification of the spirit. And that sanctifying spirit is kind of like this woman sweeping. He's not a woman. He's God is male, but he likens himself to this woman who's very finely sweeping a house to find this lost coin. And then it says that by this sanctifying, we were brought unto the obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. So it's so wonderful that we had God the Spirit to, to look for us as a, as a lost coin. The first one with the shepherd in John ten fourteen, the Lord Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. So he made it very clear. I am here uh, to take care of all of you as the sheep. And I'm willing to search for you and to find you. And lastly, um, the Father. That one's a little bit more obvious. It's God the Father. God is a Father, and He's waiting for all of His beloved sons to the ones that He's chosen from eternity past to come to their senses and return to Him. So it's really amazing that in this one parable we can see the whole triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit working together to search for lost sinners like all of us. We started out lost. We're the lost sheep. We're the lost coin. We're the lost son. But the triune God loved us and was willing to work very faithfully to bring us back to himself. So, yeah, just one more verse on the Father. This is Ephesians 2.18, that in Christ we all have access unto the Father. He gave us a way to come forward into his presence. So today, uh, I just want to give that general introduction about this parable. And today we'll focus mainly on the Lord as the shepherd and the spirit functioning like a woman to sweep our inward parts. So I think what's really touching about the Lord being the shepherd is there were a hundred sheep in this flock. And that's quite a few. I don't know how many sheep you've ever seen at one time. I've never seen a hundred sheep in one group before, but I'm sure it looks like quite a lot. And then you have the one who wanders off. And I think many of us, if we were a shepherd, because we're limited and we can't do too many things at one time, and we're responsible for this whole flock, if one went away, you just kind of be like, well, I guess 
it matters to me whether or not he comes back, but I can't just leave the 99. What's going to happen to them? Or maybe you would think, I've still got a lot of them. What's one? Who cares? It's just a sheep, you know? But the Lord's attitude was not like that at all. He had 100, and he wanted to keep 100. And even just the one was worth his time to go. But what's really special about God is he doesn't have the same limitations that we have. He can take care of the 99 at the same time that he takes care of the one. He can, you know, all of those that have been saved already, he's still our shepherd today. He wasn't just our shepherd at the beginning of our Christian life when we received him as our savior. But even today, he's still lovingly caring for us in our situation. And we're like the, the 99 that are with him. But there's still some lost ones out there. Our friends and family that haven't yet come to Christ. And he is working to find these ones. So it's, uh, he has such a, a tender heart and, and such a capacity to be able to do both of these to take care of all of us. And I think it's good for us to realize too that, you know, he goes to find us. We're all the one. We were all the one. But when he finds us, he doesn't leave us where we were. He brings us somewhere. He puts us, it says the shepherd put the sheep uh, on his shoulders and brought that sheep back to all the other sheep to be one flock again. So it, it's really good that we're all here in this Bible study as the Lord's sheep, as the ones who were sought by the Lord and found by the Lord and put on his shoulders and brought back so that we can be in his presence together and follow him together. Because the Lord doesn't just want to save us to take care of our problems and make us happy, but the Lord is, is building his church, and he's, uh, he's building us into his church. So that's, that's kind of like, I guess you could say, the beginning of our salvation, right? The Lord came and found us where we were, but he doesn't want to just take us from being unsaved to saved, now, there's still a lot of things in us from, from when we were an unbeliever, from our sinful birth, from our exposure to the world, from any kind of deathly things that we've contacted in our life. The Lord still needs to, to sweep in our being. Um, so it's, it's really good that we have the Spirit inside of us as well who can... You know, it says that the woman was inside the house. The shepherd was outside. He was in the wilderness. But the woman is inside the house. And you know what she does? She lights the lamp. She turns on the light. This is a, a picture of God's word. In the Psalms, the psalmist said, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And in another verse, it says, 
the opening of your word gives light, imparting understanding to the simple. So the light comes on. God's word came to us. We believed in Christ as our Savior, and the Spirit came into us and began sweeping, um, leading us to repent of our past life, um, things that don't match up with the Lord. And he's still within us today, continuing this process. There's still a lot of things in me that the Lord needs to deal with over time. So when we open to him as the spirit within, he can keep sweeping until he restores us to the condition that he needs us to be in. And I just wanted to give a testimony uh, related to this. I had a friend, his name was David. We were in high school together. And for a long time, so I was raised Christian. He also was raised Christian, but for some reason he never believed in the Lord. He just considered Jesus and God and the Bible and everything to be the Christian religion. That's all he had. And he didn't agree with it. So he said, I'm not going to be a Christian I don't like Christians, um, and even I think you shouldn't be a Christian. He would tell me that. But I was a Christian, and even though I wasn't that faithful to pursue the Lord, I would still tell him, well, David, I think you should be a Christian. And we would kind of sometimes argue back and forth why one side or the other. And I could never convince him, and he could never convince me. And at the end of the day, we just were friends, and we just kept our relationship Well, once I got to college, then the spirit had been sweeping within me. And my life started to be a lot different then uh, than it was when I was in high school with him. And we used to have, you know, we used to be together in a certain way in certain activities then that now I the the spirit who is sweeping in my inward parts wouldn't let me do it anymore. I didn't have any peace. And I'm going on with the Lord and he still doesn't believe yet, but the Lord even I believe this was the spirit within me moving me to think of him and you know just kind of get bothered. What about David? He's still not saved, Lord. I really would like to see him be saved. And so I just mentioned his name to God, and that's all I really could do. I didn't know how else to pray. I didn't know what, what would help him to receive the Lord. I just, oh, Lord Jesus, David, just remind you of David. And little did I know that as I'm praying this, the Lord is bringing it up in my heart. The Lord is moving in his heart, and he's experiencing 1 Peter 1, 2, the sanctification of the Spirit operating and the, the shepherd going out and looking and, and searching for, for David until eventually, uh, while I was in California, I gave him a call and I just felt from the Lord that this was the time. I need to lead him to receive Christ. And I said, David, are, do you have some time to be alone right now? And he said, yes, I do. I said, I want you to go to your car and sit down and open the Bible and look at this verse. And I read him the verse. I said, I want you to pray this to the Lord and 
and open to the Lord and repeat after me. And he, he followed me. He received Christ and believed. And there was a change. Even like his way of speaking, something had been subdued. Something had been, uh, I don't know, revived within him. He was a different person. Even just after praying that little prayer, after hearing the word and praying the prayer, God had changed him at, at that moment. And now when we interact, I can always point back to this experience. But I think this, uh, this illustration in, in real life helps us to understand this is how the Lord works with us. It's how he saved us initially. He's still shepherding us today. He's still sweeping today. And this is what he wants to do in all of our friends. So if, if that burden for for your friends is getting stirred up within, just know this is the Lord's heart. He's putting it there.